Welcome back! This is We Watch Sports, the podcast that had its entire 401k allocated in the XFL. We are your hosts, Graham and Andy. How's it going, Andy? You know, I, I, I was a big believer in the XFL, and I am shocked that it didn't last one entire season. Really thought and, this was going to be the time. You know, we were diehard Tampa Bay Dunkaroo fans, and for them to fold after eight games is is shocking to say the least. So th- rethinking that four hundred one k investment. Who would have thought that the thousands of dollars that were invested into the Houston Roughnecks would have ended this way? No one could have seen it coming. Um, you know, it was just just unbelievable that that's what happened. The local uh, grocery store membership card holders that invested all of their money into that team are really yeah. upset. Yeah. I mean, you think it's free to give away tickets to the game printed on the back of a grocery store receipt? <laughs> uh-uh. <coughs> That's that adds up. That have adds you seen up. how long those the receipts are nowadays? Yeah. That's some Have you seen a really, CVS receipt before? <laughs> that is some high quality ad space. Listen, if I run out of toilet paper during this pandemic, I'm just going to go buy one thing at CVS and I'll be set for months. I don't know why more people aren't doing that. It's crazy, but uh, we're here. We are still not infected with COVID-19 that we know of. <laughs> Theoretically. <laughs> Theoretically. I mean, I haven't seen um, anyone in like four weeks now. So Yeah, I did look up how to make a ventilator with Legos. So if worse comes to worst, I should be in good shape. Yeah. D- would you, does it involve a plunger? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What was, what was the, do you remember the metal Legos? Like the advanced, like, not a was it erector sets? That sounds like a <laughs> that sounds like a porn thing. But well, there I feel I don't think there were ever metal Legos, but there were erector sets were metal. Yeah, that's what I was like. They weren't Lego brand, but they were like oh, the step yeah. up from Legos. Yeah. Well, I never really got into them. I was more of a Lego or Lincoln Log family. Yeah, I I remember, and I went over this with my son because he's getting into Legos now. Man, what I a remember, time to be alive. Uh, did you ever have anybody give you Mega Blocks? I vaguely remember Mega Blocks, but remind me. It's basically the generic version of Legos, but yeah. they never quite fit right. <laughs> and I found some in like, it's yeah. it's the kind of gift, like I have one set of grandparents that would always give me name brand stuff. And then sure. the other grandparents that uh, would looking to save their, a couple bucks. Yeah, they would they would save a couple of dollars. They'd put their Ziploc bags in the dishwasher, things of that nature. Oh boy! They bought me Mega Blocks, and it was always like, uh, "Thanks, Grandpa and thanks. Grandma." I think one of the times where I knew you and I were going to be really good friends is when you told me you checked a suitcase full of Legos. That's from right. Iowa back to Arizona. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I was and a bachelor was, at the time. I was going to say, I think that's when you were a bachelor still, and those were strictly for you. Yeah. You didn't have kids. Um, they were just for you to play with at your apartment with your roommate, Brian. Uh, actually, that was when I lived alone <laughs> in a studio apartment, <laughs> and I literally only had a bed. I didn't have a couch or anything, so I just you, had them all over the floor. Did you build a couch out of the Legos, or Obviously. could you have? Obviously, yeah. Fort Couchorado. That's what I called <laughs> it. It was made out of the Western Lego bricks. Yeah. Now, were you a Lincoln Logs person at all? Not really. They had some at my school that I played with, but I didn't yeah. own my own personal set. I liked them because I I enjoyed the fact that you could only make one thing. <laughs> you're yeah. only making log cabins. Yeah. That's it. What else? That's it. What else is there? No, you're just making log cabins for Abraham Lincoln. Um, but I I liked them. Uh, I don't know what that says about my creativity, but I did enjoy them. Speaking of Legos, I'm glad you brought this up because, and we didn't plan this. Anybody who listens to us normally, we normally say that we have like a vague outline of what we're going to talk about. This week, we do not have anything. So We don't. We have, I think, three things to talk about. 
and we're just going to go. So this segue was actually perfect because my best friend growing up, whose name is Ben, was a fellow Legomaniac. Um, and Ben, I think, follows us on Instagram. So shout out to Ben. Does it? Thanks, Ben. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to see people amongst the millions of followers, but we it see is. you. It is. We yeah, see we you. do see you. It's like Kylie Jenner, um, Barack Obama, and Ben. Those yep. are the three that we see the most often. So Ben was a Lego maniac along with myself and our friend Michael. We would all get together with our Legos and just do some really good things, really creative yeah. things. Uh, but for those of you that listen to the podcast, you'll know that Ben was the victim of I was, a geological hate crime. <laughs> I was going to ask, was his ability to Lego impacted by the sudden impact to his skull? I think so. He's never been the same since. I was going to say he's never been the same. I mean, he does fly a plane for a living. but Well, I mean, those things basically fly themselves. That's what I said. You just need to learn how to run a computer and you can run an yeah. airplane. Listen, I have played Airplane Simulator on my computer before. I'm fairly confident I could fly a real plane. <laughs> it's, I mean, the the odds of crashing are the same, and the risk is really not that much worse. No, it's not. And, you know, if I've got a crisp glass of ginger ale next to me <laughs> that the flight attendant has handed to me right before takeoff, I'm 99% sure I could land a plane. Anyway. Uh, ben... Uh, was the victim of a geological hate crime. He was hit in the head he was. by someone yep. who decided to chuck a rock. And an un, un, un unknown assailant. Yeah. Currently, I think although I know who it is, but yeah. I can't remember her name. Can't remember pictures. Uh, I did get I, a tip. That I haven't ooh. told you this. I did get a okay. tip that okay. one of my high school classmates' mother is now the teacher at our high school. And so she might be able to get you some photos. She might be able to dig in the record books for me and see what okay. we can find. Okay, I think we need to. I'd also like to note that there is somebody that neither one of us know that left a photo or a comment on our Instagram of the photo of Sutherland Elementary School saying that they wanted a shirt um, that says, I survived the Sutherland <laughs> Rock Chucker, which is, um, is a testament to the the merchandising and branding creative geniuses that we are. Right. But um, that is still our first request for merchandise based on this podcast. That's a good, I mean, that'll be coming soon. Merchandise. Yeah. Coming soon. Coming soon. So I asked Ben to give us a testimonial of what he remembers from sure. that day. And, and that's going to be today's reader mail. So yep. he's not asking a question. He's stating the facts. At least as he sees them. Uh, ben has a really nice voice, so I'm not going to try and duplicate it. He, okay. he has the voice of an angel. That's what I've heard. Dear We Watch Sports, I feel like it has been eons since I last thought of the aforementioned Sutherland Rock Chucker incident. Then again, we didn't have names for things back in those days like we do now. <laughs> things just happened. There weren't winter storms named polar vortex or coronaviruses. We suffered from real problems, like having to blow out the cartridge in our Nintendo, or how to sneak more sugar into the Kool-Aid when Mom wasn't looking, or if OJ really did it, or if the stain on the blue dress was that of, you guessed it, President William Jefferson Clinton. <laughs> the mid-'90s was a whirlwind of emotions for us all. I don't remember the incident well, though I can tell you it really hasn't had that great of an impact on my life. It was a warm spring day or fall day. <laughs> we were all at recess in the East Playground of the Sutherland Elementary School. As I recall, we were playing football or baseball, and I was either up to bat or the quarterback. <laughs> my recollection to this day suggests that it was probably at bat because I still can't throw a ball. So why would anyone make me a quarterback? Yeah. I was, however, okay at best with a bat. As the sun beamed down, offering its ra first rays of spring, or at last of fall, I can recall the sound of that rock hitting my head and the immediate shaking of my vision. 
Instinctually, I thought I was under attack and assumed the best stance I knew at the time. Lay down and play dead. (laughs) It always seemed to work for my older siblings. I soon realized that the attack was a single isolated event and stood up. People were laughing at me. Just then, blood started to drip from my forehead, and I immediately became a rock-throwing victim. I was pretty fucking cool after that. People asked me what it felt like or if I knew who did it. Truth is, I didn't really care. I was a fucking god. (laughs) It wasn't until your podcast that I knew it was a girl. I'm not assuming a gender here. It was a co-ed game we were playing. It wasn't like a woman pretending to be a man playing a men's sport or a dude dressed up like a girl whooping ass in a girl's sport. I'm not ashamed that a girl decided to throw a rock at me, risking the perfect shape of my beautifully round blonde scalp. Maybe she liked me. Maybe she hated me. Maybe she was trying to signal me to bat the ball her way or throw it her way. I think it's fair to say at this point we will never know. The trajectory of my life after this event did not change. I didn't lose any sleep over it. I will not let it define me, and I will never give it deeper thought than what is written here. If you must know the truth, Graham, I thought it was you. Oh, no. Because I built a Lego funeral home out of an airport set, (laughs) and that was really fucking weird. All the best, Ben, rock trucker victim number one. Wow. That's an allegation. That is a strong allegation. And I almost think that we should send this story to the people that made the podcast serial because this could be like a season of trying to solve an, an, a seemingly unsolvable crime. It's a way more important crime than the things that they're doing right now. That's for sure. I, I think this is what we should do is I think that you and I, when we're clear to travel again, should go to Iowa, go back to Sutherland. Yep. And we should interview every person that we can find that may have been a witness until we find them. In a town that small, that might be everyone. Well, then everyone's a suspect uh, until further notice. But I, I don't know if I appreciate the accusation. I mean, that's fine. I, I wouldn't have done that because we were besties. I don't, yeah, but I don't think you would have done it. It was fucking weird as hell that you built a funeral home out of an airport Lego set. Yeah, that's super weird. Also telling that n- he turned an airport into a funeral but now flies like what does that say well there was a time in ben's life where he wanted to be both a funeral director and an airline pilot wow and that's the airline pilot one probably before the age of 10 what i'm just curious what drives a person to to be want to become a funeral director the same thing that drives him to build his own casket and shop class in high school <laughs> wait what <laughs> that's not real (laughs) was it what kind of wood was used was it mahogany probably pine did he stain it yeah good good gotta stain it something tells me he's not burying himself in it anytime soon makes my shop class experience seem way less important because i made a birdhouse a screwdriver and a lamp how did you make a screwdriver uh carefully (laughs) uh we had to like melt metal it seemed at the time it seemed really dangerous, but we made a flathead screwdriver. Um, at like I said, at the time it seemed incredibly dangerous because we all made essentially a prison weapon. Welcome to Dark Ages Technology 101. <laughs> you ready to get stabby? <laughs> I think that's a thrilling statement and letter from Ben, and I think that. You know, for the rest of our audience in the greater Sutherland area, if you happen to remember any of this, um, please let us know. You can email us at wearewatchingsports at gmail.com. We'd love to know. We'll keep you anonymous. Um, If you want to call into the podcast and talk about it, you can, and we'll do one of those, like, distorted voice things for you. Yeah, apparently apparently the podcast has made its way to my parents' church. Oh, well, what's the name of the church? So I'll have to give a quick shout-out to Oakdale Evangelical Free Church. It's one of the best churches that you can go to in the Sutherland area. (laughs) Hands down. (laughs) I also believe, um, and I'm going to quickly stall for time, 
But I believe looking at our podcast analytics that I feel like we may have had listeners from outside the United States. We did. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd like to give a special shout out to the 6% of our audience in Luxembourg. That's right. And the 1% and under of our audience in both Puerto Rico and Ireland. Oh, Thank you guys for listening. So excited. Uh, Really appreciate it. Um, Folks in Luxembourg, you know who you are. I love you. I miss you. (laughs) I hope you're okay. I hope that I, Graham, I'm going to be honest. I do not know where Luxembourg is. It's in Europe. Yeah, I knew that part, but I, I, otherwise I have no idea. It's basically the butthole of Belgium and Germany. Okay. Well, now you're speaking my language. Wonder how we. Not ended that it's up a trashy Luxembourg. place. I'm saying no. no. Geographically, it looks uh, like a butthole, tiny little butthole. The butthole is an important part of the human anatomy. I care for my butthole more than I do other holes, really. <laughs> I care for mine more than most. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of caring, normally, you know, we have a variety of topics that we cover on this podcast, but today we have one. And I think this will be fun because this is going to be a watch along for our audience. Ooh. It's the first time we're doing this. Um, now, the current COVID pandemic that's going on has has rendered most sports um, in forms of live entertainment, uh, they can't do them. So basketball is canceled, baseball is canceled. <clears throat> there's there's nothing available to watch, except last weekend was WrestleMania, the biggest wrestling event of the year, and they performed most of the matches in front of an empty audience, which is, listen, I have watched wrestling most of my life, I have never been so aware of the amount of grunting <laughs> that happens and just the amounts of like, ugh, it's a lot. Now, there were, however, a few exceptions to these these matches, and one of them is what we're going to watch tonight because, again, it, it, in my lifetime watching wrestling, this is easily one of the craziest things I've ever seen that is somehow considered professional wrestling. I just as a side note, I have to say that yeah. I bet there were a lot of parents barging in on their teenage boys watching this thing, wondering oh, yeah. what they were hearing. Well, and you know, there's, you know, it just was weird. It was very weird. I will say, if you're going to watch it, one of the cooler things to see as far as the matches is to see the Brock Lesnar match where you see him up close and just throwing another man that weighs 300 pounds. Pretty, pretty crazy. Brock Lesnar, uh, we've had MMA conversations before. Yeah, he we have. also fights for, uh, well, he fights in two different leagues for real. He does, yeah. I think is what we're trying to say. He's a big, big hoss. Like, he's just a big, big, gigantic man, and he threw an even larger man around with ease. He's a farm dude from, I think he's from North Dakota or something like that. Yeah. Um, also seeing Goldberg without an audience and up close, you realize that Bill Goldberg is definitely shaped more like your uncle who is in his fifties as opposed to Bill Goldberg of old. Dang it. I know. All right. But what am I looking at? The match we're here to watch tonight and you can either watch it on WWE network or if you happen to find a link somewhere, it took me about five minutes to find it. The Undertaker, who I I think is almost 60, every year at WrestleMania has a match. And this year he was going to fight another wrestler named AJ Styles. Um, Now, because of the situation with COVID, they announced it was going to be a boneyard match. Graham, no one knew coming into this what a boneyard match is. And so I don't really want to say too much about it. I simply want to say that it's called a boneyard match. Okay. It's... The Undertaker against AJ Styles, who is a phenomenal wrestler. Okay. And I think really that's that's all the setup you need. Um, okay. I will note in the weeks leading up to it, AJ Styles had been telling The Undertaker that he was old, that he his wife was like bossing him around. Like he said some pretty hateful stuff. So The Undertaker's coming in pretty upset. 
it, it just quick question is mayor Kane sure. gonna make an appearance or should i that's a that's a great question the undertaker's brother uh kane is not making an appearance okay but i will say yeah he's got that too much he he's dealing with he's got COVID too much on his plate in his, yeah. his yeah. town and he he's also burned people alive before so still dealing with the legalities of that um, I will say that AJ Styles is a, a member of a faction called The Club. And so it's important to know that wherever AJ goes, his two enforcers, members of The Club, mm. could also be around. Okay. So I haven't watched wrestling in 15 years. Yep. So could this be similar to the NWO? Like he has a posse? Yeah, it is. It's the... Originally, he started it in Japan, okay. so it was his Japanese NWO that now is his America kind of boiled-down version of the NWO. They're just basically two enforcers that go around with him, so it's important to know So it's more like D-Generation X. Sure. That's closer. Okay. Now right, I'm going to press play while we're talking. Okay. We're going to press play in th- on the same time, and then if you need to pause, you just tell me and we'll pause it. So okay. if our audience is watching... Um, the video that we're watching is 20 minutes and 43 seconds. Um, that'll give you a start, but we're going to start right as the match starts is where we're going to hit play. Okay. And, and go. Play. All right. Okay. Silence. Got it. Ooh, it's a sp- looks spooky. spooky. Well, it's a boneyard match, so Ooh, it's a yeah. spooky. Uh, oh, shit. Now, I just the heard match a big st- bell, and I know under- from my my... 15 years plus of watching it that that's the undertaker's song it's the undertaker's gong and a cat a hearse is driving up to this um like like a cemetery yeah the cemetery it's driving into the cemetery now just to make everyone knows the undertaker is actually dead okay is paul Um, bearer still around he actually has died in real life so unfortunately he's not oops yeah, um, but everything we've seen of The Undertaker the last few years, he pretends to be dead. Okay. And now there's two hooded men opening the back of the hearse and pulling out a casket. Who's oh, that? That's Who's that AJ Styles. It oh, was a AJ swerve. Styles. So he's pretending to not be afraid of The Undertaker, and he's mocking him. Oh. It's not scary, he's saying. He, do, he doesn't he's, think it's scary. Now we hear a motorcycle. What? Uh-huh. It skipped a little bit. The Undertaker showed up in 80s rock on a motorcycle. Backlit, obviously. Michelle is his wife. I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, he's pointing to an open grave. Yeah. How tall is The Undertaker? Probably like 6'10". Ugh. Why would you pick up a rock, AJ Styles? He's the Undertaker. AJ, AJ Styles tried to hit the Undertaker with a rock. Not to be confused with the, the rock. Undertaker is convincingly punching him in the face. Yeah, those are pretty real-looking punches. Yeah. And he's trash-talking him the whole time, which makes it scary. For someone who's undead, he sure has aged. Yeah, he has. Um, you know, he definitely has aged. This looks like the. Uh, it's like backstage at Legends of the Hidden Temple or something. <laughs> it kind of looks like any of the Evil Dead movies, <laughs> if you've ever seen those. Nope. Um, I know one of now our the Undertaker would be turning in his grave if I. T- <laughs> That. The Undertaker just picked up what looks to be a knife. Okay. Oh. Oh, he just smashed out a window of the hearse. Now he's bleeding. Wait, how can he be? 
I'm not convinced that he's not alive because <laughs> he's just bleeding. He, yeah, he tried to stab AJ Styles in the head, missed, and now is bleeding. Okay. Because his arm went through the casket window. I wonder what the neighbors in the bayou that this was shot at thought of yeah. was going on here. Yeah. I think the worst, the, the most intimidating part of this is this kind of backwoods undertaker just trash talking the entire yeah. time. This looks like the set of the water boy <laughs> at night. Yeah, it does. A lot of dramatic lighting. Oh, AJ's starting to fight back. He's not doing well, though. Oh. The Undertaker's a big guy. Big fella. They had to have reinforced the top of that hearse because they're standing on top of a hearse right now, and there's no way with those two guys hand jumping on it like that 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 wouldn't just cave right in. You think so? Absolutely. Yeah. I have to ask my mom if there's roll bars in her hearse. <laughs> oh, Ben would know. Yeah, Ben Ben would know. So the Undertaker's just proceeding to kind of just beat the shit out of AJ Styles. I like his headband. He didn't used to have that. He used to have long yeah. hair and like a Texas hat. Yeah, now he's got a blue headband. And again, there's nobody around. Yeah. Oh, AJ just threw dirt in the Undertaker's eyes. Oh, no. I'm going to guess that was a mistake. What a cheap shot. Oh, now he's getting some shots in on him. Oh, I kicked him in the knee. You know that hurts. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe not the knee. Maybe the groin. Maybe the groinal Somewhere. region. Oh, he's gonna he's threatening to put the undertaker in the open grave. Lots of grunting. A lot of grunting here. I wonder what the people driving by on that highway behind them. Yeah, there was just thinking. a car that drove by. I'd be <laughs> I'd be curious to interview them as well. Not again. <laughs> oh no. Taker's back at it. Carl. <laughs> the Undertaker's back at the cemetery. He's not fighting I on grandma's grave again, is he? <laughs> I have to say, though, these punches look fairly convincing. Yeah. I mean, I think your eyes and jaw would be kind of swollen by now, but they do look convincing. MMA is obviously fake. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, you can tell. Compare this. Oh, no. AJ oh, just no. fell in the, in the grave. AJ is in, in the grave he dug for The Undertaker, which is not a good sign. Uh-oh. Who? What? Uh -oh. Told you. Are those... AJ's posse. The club. Okay. I love the music oh, here. I love how he turns and spits. Yeah, he had to spit the blood out, because now he's going to go beat up two more men. What the? What's... The... Oh, no. The creepy shed just lit up. Oh, man. And the walls fell down, and now... The palace. Are they are those druids? They're just caped, faceless men are surrounding the Undertaker. Yeah, are they? Are they pro Undertaker or are they opponents? I'm gonna guess. Or? I'm gonna guess not by the fact they're surrounding him like yeah, this. And the Undertaker, Undertaker doesn't look panicked though. It's new kids on the block about ready to sing "Hanging Tough." <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna whip off those robes and start dancing yeah, they are. any minute. I can feel it oh, in my bones. Okay. Undertaker. Oh, now the oh, Undertaker's man. He's going beating, Chuck Norris on him. Yeah, he is. He's beating up the 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 druids. He kicked one of them. Okay. Uh oh. Now he's been jumped by the club. Sounds like video game music. It does sound like video game music. We're only eight minutes into this. Yeah, we've got another 12. I will just up. say, Andy, I don't know what's going to happen, but if Stone Cold doesn't show up, I'm going to be a little upset. Okay, well, prepare to be upset. Dang it. I know. 
I'm just going to come out there and beat your ass. <laughs> Up. Oh, use a shovel on him. Oh, ow. Oh, he just hit one of the guys in the ribs with a shovel. Ouch. And the other guy over the back. That's what you get. Oh, what oh boy, he's going to... sheetrock. I think AJ just hit the Undertaker with a tombstone he pulled out of the ground. No, that was definitely drywall. <laughs> I've been remodeling my apartment for weeks. <laughs> How bad would drywall hurt, do you think, to get hit with? Not very. Not yeah. much. It looked cool, though. Yeah. One of my favorite things to do when I was working construction is pretend like I'm on one of those home renovation shows where they just start beating the shit out of all of the drywall. <laughs> pretend I'm stone cold. He's going to show up. I can feel it. <laughs> I'm going to hear that glass break. You made me break my finger, AJ says. AJ just broke his finger on this, the Undertaker's head. This giant tough guy just broke his finger. No, it's a painful injury. I've broken a toe before, and I'm sure it's similar. Come on. Come on. Just give up, AJ's saying. Just give up, Undertaker. Tell him to retire. I got a feeling something bad's going to happen. You think so? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I feel a choke slam coming on. Okay, one of the Undertaker's famous moves. Oh man, he, AJ just tackled the Undertaker through, through a wall. Tim Allen's home improvement fence. <laughs> crushing <Hopefully> Wilson. <laughs> crushing Wilson on the other side. We we never knew you, Wilson. Heidi ho, neighbor. <laughs> Heidi ah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when Stone Cold comes out. It sounds like the Undertaker's having trouble Nobody's going to so. beat up on Wilson. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> I think the Undertaker has a broken rib. You just don't have it anymore, old man. My son says that to me all the time. Does he? Oh, yeah. He's an ornery seven-year-old. <laughs> oh, man. AJ's got oh, a shovel. Oh, he's got the shovel. He looks like he's about to put the Undertaker out of his misery. He's taking old Yeller out behind the barn. Yeah, he is. Undertaker's been buried before, so I would Yeah, he has. He's come back from this. A lot of grunting from the Undertaker here. So he hit him on the back into the grave. It would have been really way much better if he would have spanked him on the butt with that shovel. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the Undertaker's laying lifeless in the grave. Obviously dead. Yeah, I mean... In real life. Yeah. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, AJ says. Undertaker still dead. Mayor Kane is going to show up any minute now (laughs) to avenge his brother. I had some paperwork to get to, but I'm here. My city is stable from the pandemic, and I'm here (laughs) to defend your honor. (laughs) Now, AJ is climbing into a small John Deere tractor uh, preloaded with dirt. (laughs) I like how they conveniently busted the logo out so they wouldn't have to pay any rights to that. Oh, shit. Uh Oh, Oh, no. Oh, my God. The The Undertaker just showed up behind him, backlit. He somehow teleported and became backlit. Oh, no. Oh, no. He grabbed if him I by had the a nickel for every time I've been beaten on a tractor. <laughs> How many nickels would you have? At least six. <laughs> oh. So. So he teleported, right? Yeah. With a lighting crew. Yeah. You can't run, AJ, Undertaker nope. says. Now, usually when I'm trying to run away from a fight, the thing I think about is let me climb on top of a house. Right. Yeah. Where'd the posse so, go? Well, that's a good question. But AJ ran on top of a 
of a shed, and the Undertaker's slowly chasing him on a ladder. Okay. Oh, no. Undertaker just shot flames up behind AJ. I trapped him somehow with a wall of flames. Now they're fighting on top of a tin roof, which I would not trust. Yeah, do you think that's... Oh, no. AJ's friends are back. Oh, the baldies. The two bald guys. You think that roof is reinforced? It has to be. The Undertaker is... He, uh, just, he just killed he just killed one of the guys. Threw him off a roof. Threw him off of one story. <laughs> oh, is he gonna tombstone him on the tin oh, roof? Yep. Yeah, it looks like it. Oh, oh yeah, that has to be a reinforced I roof. Think, <laughs> I think the tombstone on the roof would hurt more than being tossed off a one story oh, roof. Oh, absolutely. So he's now killed AJ's two friends. I mean, I'm sure they'll be back next week, but they're dead. Is he gonna choke slam him off of the barn? I think I think that could happen. Why does AJ wear gloves? I don't know. Oh, he's got him in the choke slam uh -oh. position. Oh, what's gonna happen? There's still five minutes left. Oh, he did. He just choke slammed him off into a giant cushiony pile of something. I think he choked slammed him into a pallet that probably had a mat underneath it. Or a pile of dirt, maybe? For an impromptu fight, these camera angles are on point. They really are. Would you say The Undertaker is dressed as a biker? Yeah, he definitely seems like he's going to go to Sturgis. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Undertaker just asked, what's my wife's name? Yeah, he's talking trash. You know, the right question would have been asked, which which wife? I think the Undertaker's been married six or seven times. Do they all realize that they're marrying a dead person? I don't think so. We're not done yet, Undertaker says. Do you think this version of The Undertaker is a Trump supporter? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I do too. He's gotten... He's headed very far right ever since... Oh, yeah. Ever since Kane left. <laughs> it all comes back to Kane. Okay, he's a very limp AJ. He's got him up. He's putting him in tombstone position. I've seen this you know, before. Even in his 50s, the, the fact that he's carrying another man is impressive. Wait, he's only 50s? I think he's like late 50s. Oh, man, he looks a solid 63. But, I mean, even at 63, he's carrying another guy. Oh, yeah, it's impressive. impressive. I'm just saying yeah. if he's 50. Yeah. He's got some city miles on him, that's for oh, sure. Yeah, he looks like a wartime president. <laughs> oh. AJ's begging for forgiveness now. Oh, man. He, they're right by the grave again, though. Don't bury me, AJ's saying. It's Don't bleeding. bury me. AJ has a piece of hay dangling yeah. from his hair. Now you're sorry. Psh, stone Cold comes out. <laughs> I'm going to open up a can of whoop ass on you. <laughs> Oh, he's hugging him. He's making him feel comfortable. Yeah. He's, has he forgiven him? He's acting like he is. You're good, brother. Oh, he's leaving him. I got a bad feeling about this. 
Yeah, he's... Oh, he just kicked him into the grave. Oh, no. AJ's now in the grave. That loader with a thing full of dirt is just conveniently up there. It doesn't look like enough dirt, though. Wait a second. Oh, he's not going to bury no. him, is he? Undertaker, you've been buried before. Don't you know bury another. Oh, no. He started the loader. This backlighting is impressive. It really is a well-lit production. Oh my gosh. Undertaker he is just poured burying him alive. Twenty percent of the dirt needed to fill that that <laughs> plot. <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> uh oh. The gong hit again. He does move like a sixty three year old man. <laughs> He's arthritic. <laughs> Looks like his hip hurts. Give me some ibuprofen. Oh, oh. my oh, goodness. No. He just revealed a tombstone that says AJ Styles. And his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Much AJ like the Styles movie Carrie, his hand, his hand is sticking out of the ground. Oh, got to get my bandana. Oh, where's my ibuprofen? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got some ice. <laughs> Put his bandana on. He's back on his motorcycle. What's he going to do before he leaves? There's really only one thing to do. Is he going to spit? It's <laughs> to blow. So it ended up, right at the end. Raise up his right He raises wing. up his fist. There's a bunch of flames that shoot up, and then it cut off on this video, but then his logo shows up lit up on the barn. You know what happened there, right? What's that? You know what that entire thing was. What's that? The Undertaker is going to retire. You think and so? And AJ Styles is going to be the resurrected version of The Undertaker. I just don't know how you retire after a match like that. Well, he's not going to retire like now. I'm just saying. Yeah. AJ, there's a... There's a there's a passing of the torch there going on, I think. Yeah. I so, don't realize what I just watched. That's I, that's the I think that's the uh the thought that a lot of people have is that um they had to get creative because of the virus, so they couldn't have a traditional match, and then they did that. I'm not sure what it is. I, <laughs> I think it's I think it's good. I was entertained. It missed it needs needs work. Yeah. I mean it was definitely shot probably in one day <laughs> with minimal crew because of the rule of 10 can't have more than 10 people in a building um but it was something so there you go world if yeah, you there was. uh are looking for sports look no further now there was a second kind of surreal match that happened the second night of WrestleMania. Wait. WrestleMania is two nights now. When did that happen? This year. Wow. And they had a match between John Cena and Bray Wyatt's new character, The Fiend, <laughs> that was similarly shot where it was kind of more uh, like movie acting than anything else. It sounds like the Undertaker just drove by your backyard. I think the Undertaker just arrived at my house. Oh God! I am he heard freaking out. <laughs> Graham, your lights are flickering. As long as I don't hear glass break. <laughs> Hi, I'm here to get a stone called Stunner. I'm gonna put a weapon on you, boy. <laughs> I'm here to take yeah. some names and kick some ass. <laughs> so I think that if you're looking for something that is different and new that this is definitely an option for you to watch and it was positively 
buzzing on social media. <laughs> I bet. Because people are just bored and have nothing else to watch. And so a lot of people watched this match. And a lot of people were left kind of like you, where it's like, I, I don't I don't really know what it was. I don't know if I liked it, but I think I would watch more. Right. Like if they did this again, but they had it between The Undertaker and Sting, oh. I'd watch that. I'd watch it. I'd watch that in a heartbeat. I'd pay damn good two, money for that. Those are two 60-year-old men about to go out and do some some weird supernatural stuff, and I'm down to watch that. If we could get Ric Flair to come back out and sweat for a little while. Gosh, he's a sweaty guy. That's where it's at. Yeah. Maybe Hogan. Oh, yeah. Got to get Hollywood out Maybe there. Little Hogan. Little Hogan. And maybe you know, uh, his daughter could come do the special music. Maybe Hogan's daughter should fight Ric Flair's daughter. Ooh, now we're talking. Okay. Because they're both big, blonde, intimidating women. I'm into it. They're both much stronger than probably you or I. I'm into it. <laughs> so, Graham, on a scale of one to five, one being the worst thing you've ever watched and five being anything with Bill Goldberg in it, how would you rank this? Two. two. Wow. Okay. So almost the worst thing you've ever watched. Almost, but not. Yeah. But not. It wasn't Human Centipede, so that's good. Uh, yeah, no, the movie, um, what was that Nick Cage movie where he finds aliens? Knowing. That was the worst oh. thing I've ever seen. I would say the worst movie I've ever seen is The Happening with Mark Wahlberg. Not much better. That's for that sure. That movie is, I thought I was being punked. I legitimately was the only person in the theater, and I was made with one person and no one else, and I thought it was a joke. I thought it was some kind of joke I didn't understand. Do you know why knowing is so terrible? Why is that? Because it's good for about seven-eighths of the movie, and then yeah. the last eighth is god-awful. Could I make a Nicolas Cage recommendation to you? The Croods? Besides that? Uh, the Rock. Also a great movie. Um, have you seen Mandy? No, never even heard of it. So it's it's a movie that he did that came out, I don't know, maybe two years ago. And let me tell, let me set the scene. So the movie looks bizarre. Like you see the preview, you're like, I'm not sure what this is. There is male nudity in the first thirty minutes. Great frontal or full on frontal male nudity. Okay, all right, great. Just a flaccid, flaccid wiener. Sure, um, pretty aggressively shown. <laughs> and the lady next to us at the movie theater. So in Austin, almost every movie theater is like an, uh, a mini um, like dinner. They all have like food you can order, and a lot of them have like 12 or 20 different beers you can get. And this lady, at the start of the movie, at the previews, ordered three beers. And she goes, I'm going to need these. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the kind of movie we were in for. Now, the first half of the movie, I cannot explain. He's a logger. Um, he comes across a cult, but the last half of the movie is Nick Cage in Nicolas Cage fighting situations. There's a scene where he is wearing sunglasses, smoking a cigarette and making a sword. Sounds about right. So I would highly recommend, um, I think that'd be actually a feel good movie for you to watch, uh, with your wife, you know, once the kids go to sleep. I'm going to probably throw it on with the kids right now. Yeah. Well, they're going to be upset. That's gonna it's gonna cause them to really be upset. But I think knowing your wife that she is just gonna have a really tough time understanding what this movie is because <laughs> it is bizarre. And I think that maybe her reaction to it could be an episode of this podcast. She's from Australia where a lot of things are bizarre. So it takes a yeah. lot for her to find it bizarre. I think you'll find it because it's probably the weirdest movie I've seen. Um another recommendation. Yeah. For this quarantine season, uh, a lot of like Bleacher Report, uh, um, ESPN, uh, they're doing classic matches of different things. Yeah, you could get back and do some do some homework. You right could. now is not the time to where we need to keep you up to date on current events because there nope. really are no current events. So it would be right. a good time to go back and do some homework and 
start yeah. bolstering I, that together. Uh, Netflix just came out with this thing called The English Game, which is a series about the origins of soccer, which would be okay. good, I, good one. I think that it should be mandatory viewing for anybody that listens to this podcast. ESPN's releasing the Michael Jordan documentary yeah. early. Yep. It's called The Last Dance. It looks like it's already my favorite documentary that's ever been made, and I have only seen the trailer. So that comes out, I think, in April sometime. Okay. Um, and so we'll obviously be covering it on this podcast, but it is mandatory viewing if you listen to this because it is going to catch you up on so much history of basketball. Until then, there's a new season of Sunderland Till I Die, which is a uh, documentary series about a team in uh, a soccer team in England struggling to uh, become relevant again. Yeah, it's pretty good. You could also, if you're trying to, you know, find those sports and like comedy moments, you could do what I've done, which is I've gone back through on Hulu and I've watched every episode of Seinfeld that has to do with George working at the Yankees. Oh, yeah. Um, there are some classics in that that run where he worked for the Yankees. And so I'd highly recommend it. Yep. And uh, last but not least, you could come play some FIFA or another sports game on the Switch. Come play with you us. Could play, you could play any game on the Switch. Um, we both have Switches. I I like to think that I'm a pretty decent Mario Carter. Okay. Um, so we're down to play. Do, uh, do Should we invite people to our Animal Crossing islands? <laughs> Um, well, my island is going pretty pretty spectacularly. I'm gonna I just need found to come out, see that. Are you, do you have the game yet? Yeah. When did you buy it? Uh, like a week ago. Oh my gosh! Well, we have so much to work on. I've come spent, see our islands. I've I've had two I've had two one hour sessions on it. Um, it is. I got my tent pitched. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I caught There's some a, bugs. There's a fishing event today that you could win some extra money on. Oh, well, I did uh, find some Easter eggs. Yeah, there's a lot of Easter eggs right now. Yeah. That hopefully ends tomorrow. But, <laughs> um, you know, if you're curious about Animal Crossing, be sure to tune in to our other podcast where we strictly talk Animal Crossing. Right. Uh, my wife was playing it when I left to make this podcast, and I have yep. a feeling I'm going to walk out there and she will still be playing it. Absolutely. Um, Her character had an Easter egg hat on. (laughs) Well, you'll have to come to my island, and I will give you guys things that you need to speed the game up a little bit. I got axes. I got bows. All sorts of stuff. Just find us. Uh, I'm not going to give you my friend code. You just got to find it randomly. You just have to find it manually. Good luck. Until next time, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Stay safe and watch everything sports-related.